You are listening to Agency Work, the podcast that provides career advice for people who want to work at a creative agency. I am your host, Parker Playsta. Today, I am not in the podcast studio at Red Amp Audio. I am at a different location with a different microphone, so the sound of this episode is different from the other episodes. And, unlike the other episodes, I am alone recording this introduction. My guest has already recorded her contribution. I will introduce her, and then you will hear her tell her story. My guest is Tammy Buckman, and the topic is user experience design. Tammy has a very strong background in graphic design and interactive web design with 13 years of experience working for local agencies. Then, eight years ago, she switched to an in-house design position, and she is currently a user experience designer at a large nonprofit healthcare system. Here is Tammy's story. Hi, Parker. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your podcast. Hi, I'm Tammy Buckman, and I'm a designer in Richmond, Virginia. I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Communication Arts and Design with a concentration in Graphic Design from Virginia Commonwealth University. My career started as a print and web designer at local advertising agencies, and I'm currently a user experience designer at a large healthcare system. In preparation for this podcast, I thought about a lot of influences and opportunities at school that really impacted my career path. And I hope that design students or young designers will hear something in my story that will inspire them and energize their work. The professors at VC were really consistent in their message. You can learn the design software like Photoshop anywhere. They wanted to focus on teaching us to be conceptual thinkers. They intentionally didn't let us be in front of the computer during our freshman and sophomore years. We were focusing more on fine art skills, life drawing, learning the beauty of typography and letter forms by cutting out letters from paper. So yes, the software is an important part of a designer's toolkit, but what they wanted to focus on is developing a refined taste in the visual arts and also understanding what will communicate with the end user. During my last semesters at VCU in the late 90s, they started to offer web design classes, and that was a huge impact on me for a few reasons. One, I loved the idea of being able to use both sides of my brain, right? We were creating graphics in Photoshop, but then we were using a text editor and HTML code to make them render in the browser. So then coming out of school, I was able to apply for jobs at agencies where they wanted the designers to be both print and web designers. Other major influences for me at VCU were the classes where you could work with actual clients. There was a class called Design Center that was taught by Chuck Scalin. A lot of people in Richmond probably know Noah Scalin, Chuck's son, since Noah is very active in our community, making sure that people can be creative at their work, not just in creative industries, but every day and in all types of work environments. Well, this class was called Design Center, and it was taught by Chuck Scalin, and you had to apply as a senior to be accepted into this class. So these were upper-level students, and we actually got to work on real projects. And this was a really important class for me. I was able to work with real clients, have my first press checks, my first creative briefs and discussions about requirements, with the assistance of my professor. So that was just really a great class to take. Uh, not everyone had to take it. This was an extra offering that I chose to take, but just a really 
great experience for me and really helpful to have the leadership and guidance of a professor as I'm experiencing these first tasks that will be part of my daily work experience once I graduate. Another key component of my time at VCU was I completed the honors program. Participating in the honors program meant that I had to take upper level classes from schools outside of the School of the Arts. So I remember taking 300 level philosophy classes without first having the 100 level foundation classes. But I think that challenge really helped me to be ready for the continuous learning that's required when you work in an advertising agency where you never know exactly which client or for what product or service you may be designing graphics for. An opportunity to go beyond is in research and rationale. Even if you're just one member of the creative team that's submitting design ideas for review, you should be able to articulate why you made the design choices you made. Even if it's just in an internal presentation to your team or to your manager, that ability to back up the design decisions that you made with the research and the rationale is really important. Those explanations of your work during the internal reviews could eventually earn you a spot in the reviews in front of the client. After 13 years of working in local advertising agencies, I transitioned to an in-house technology team for a large healthcare system. The culture change was dramatic. In the advertising agencies, the largest company I had worked for was 30 employees, but now I was part of a company with 23,000 employees. I was part of IS, which is Information Systems, so these 23,000 colleagues were all my potential clients. My projects were typically creating intranet sites for communication and collaboration for my colleagues. One of the most dramatic differences was there was no longer that pressure to retain clients. Now as part of an in-house team, I was providing solutions for my colleagues. Another big difference was the focus on metrics to make creative decisions in my new role within IS. Our creative decisions were driven by data and that was in big contrast to how our creative reviews would go at the advertising agencies. With my new projects, the value of the solution and how it would be measured was carefully noted before the development of any of the creative work started. A technique that we used was to test with prototypes with users to understand the best option. So this change in work environment was really fulfilling for me because this was an opportunity to use both sides of my brain and it also helped eliminate some of the subjectivity or personal bias from creative reviews and focus on the target audience. I have really fond memories of brainstorming sessions with other creatives at the advertising agencies. There's a real energy and freedom to push past the expected solution and even to go a few steps beyond what makes sense. I remember creating a short video for a line of cleaning products when the concept of green cleaning was first starting. We enlisted friends and family to be in the shoot and the first few scenes of the video started with one of the art directors mopping the floor. There's a close-up zoom of a mop bucket to reveal fish swimming in the ocean and one of the fish jumped out and its splash turned into rain in the rainforest. We had a lot of fun with projects like this one. There were several trade shows that we would produce materials for and there was always a theme to the trade show like magic or espionage. So the sales materials that we produced had an interesting twist to them. 
I really love creating logos. It's a special challenge to capture the essence of a company in a small mark that will stand the test of time. I get really excited when driving at night and one of my logos is illuminated. What excites me today at work is the idea of being a 4D designer. Data-driven design decisions. This approach to creative grew out of my experience of first being a designer at a small agency and then moving into a position in IS. The same reasons why coding and web design was exciting for me as a student, that ability to use both sides of my brain, is why the distinctly different approach to projects and requirements in an IS setting re-energized me and altered my approach to my freelance print design projects. For all my projects today, I insist on user testing and creative discussions based on feedback from that target audience. The same product development phases that are used for software can be applied to print design, research, design, testing, refinement. And the creative process can be something that doesn't have a start and a stop. It can be a cycle with continuous feedback and refinements. I've had the opportunity at many stages in my career to redefine what being a designer means to me. At small agencies, I had the opportunity to be close to the decision makers, clients, and owners, and those experiences confirmed that I wanted to be more than just a contributor with my visual skills. Moving to a large healthcare system and working on technology solutions pivoted my career to be mostly digital instead of print, and also allowed me to focus on the larger customer experience. I still provide wireframes and design front-end graphics, but I also get to think about the larger customer experience. It's extremely rewarding to know that patients will have interactions with technology that I helped create as part of their care. It's an exciting challenge to design technology solutions for patients that's useful and intuitive, so when they come into one of our facilities for care, they feel valued and less stressed, especially when they're in need of healing. The technology and frameworks are always changing, so an attitude of curiosity and the ability to continuously learn and adapt is essential. I consider myself extremely fortunate to have worked as a designer in a competitive industry for the past 20 years, and I think some of that good fortune is due to the fact that I love what I do. I love creating art and communicating with engaging imagery, but I also get really excited when there's a metric that can validate the creative that I produced and show that it's resonating with the target audience. Look for opportunities to grow and expand and contribute more than what was expected. And just to make sure this conversation was not too stuffy, Parker, why didn't the business owner respect the graphic designer? Because he was super sketchy. I hope you enjoyed hearing Tammy's story and her clever joke at the end. I thought it was funny. I appreciate the amount of work she put into developing and recording her contribution to this episode, and I think she delivered her story very well. This has been an unusual episode for the Agency Work Podcast, with my guest and I recording our contributions separately. I was nervous about this approach, but I'm happy with the way it turned out. As I'm doing this podcast, I look for ways to test and learn and the episode today was one of those experiments. I look forward to hearing any feedback you may have about this episode. Well, now it's time to wrap this up. My guest today has been Tammy Buckman. Tammy shared her story about her education at VCU, 
her experience in graphic design and web design, and her enthusiasm for data-driven design decisions. To learn more about Tammy, go online to her website at tamib.site90.com. Thank you for listening. I will be going back into the podcast studio at Red Amp Audio for the next episode, and I will release that next week. This is Agency Work, signing off.